0: Welcome to Episode 8 of the Many Parts One Love Podcast. The Many Parts One Love Podcast is our premium podcast here in the Interior Therapist Community, the ITC, especially for all of us that are in the Advanced Preparation for Transcendence groups. Today, we are going to be discussing in Episode 8, how yourself can be the bridge between your parts and God. That's what we're going to be looking at today. That's what we're going to be exploring today in episode eight. It's titled yourself as the bridge between God and your parts. We're going to start with the conceptual information here just to set the stage. And then I'll also offer you an experiential exercise in another audio file. So remember last episode in episode seven, I argued that many of our parts have very powerful, intense reactions to God. Every part of us that is not in right relationship with the self inevitably has a distorted God image. And we have as many distorted heretical God images as we have parts that are alienated from the self or blended with the self. And remember, parts have distorted God images for three main reasons. Parts learn from experience. And the ways that they interpret experience, especially in their spiritual inferences, can be so different than how God has revealed himself through the Catholic Church. For example, a part whose role it is to be dissociated from the rest of the system so that it doesn't overwhelm with the intensity of its grief or trauma may see God as distant, disconnected, and uncaring, may see God in a deistic way. So lots of parts are afraid of God, angry at God, disappointed with God, disinterested in God, And therefore, they are very hesitant. They may refuse to connect with God, preventing those parts from having the corrective emotional experiences that they need, the relational experiences that they need to understand at a bones level that God loves them. So given these parts limited experience, given their lack of perspective, Hearts may often need the experience of being loved and cared for by the self before they trust the self to connect them to God. We did a whole review of 14 negative God images that parts can have. I covered these at length in episodes 23 to 29 of the Interior Integration for Catholics podcast. Back in those days, it was called Coronavirus Crisis Carpe Diem. There's stories in each one of those to illustrate how God images can play out in one's life. Now today, we're going to discuss how the self can be the bridge, the mediator between the parts and God. Often, what people do when they get familiar with IFS is they try to connect God the Father or Jesus directly to a part. And that can work sometimes, but it can also backfire in ways that can put you further behind in the spiritual life. Remember, parts are often terrified at the prospect of coming into contact with God and a part that is not in right relationship with the self is not going to trust God. God just isn't going to feel safe to that part. And remember a sense of safety and protection is the first primary condition of secure attachment. If we don't have safety, if we don't have a sense of being protected and if we don't feel it, right, we are going to not want to engage in relational connection. It's just not going to feel safe enough. Also, God will not intrude upon us or invade us. He doesn't force himself upon us. He respects our freedom. And I really believe that God looks to ourself for permission to relate with us in our parts. He wants ourself to engage with him freely by choice. He wants our parts to engage with him freely as well. And so for us to engage freely, we need to have that sense of safety and protection, not just in one part, not just in two parts, but across our parts. So we need to be thinking about safety and protection across all the parts in our system and how do we do that? Well, it helps immensely if the parts can trust in the self. If a part who is afraid of God has a secure attachment to the self, then that part can rely on that security and sense of safety and protection in the self as the self introduces that part to God. If that part believes the self can advocate for it, then the self can mediate the relationship between the part and God. Then the part knows experientially that it doesn't have to face God alone. Parts usually don't want to face God alone. They know that they are not equipped to face God alone. They don't feel competent to manage the relationship with God without a self present. And the more trust a part has in the self, the more likely it is to be open to experiencing God as he is through the self and with the self. Now, many of you who have followed my podcasts know that I'm fond of saying that no one can love you in lieu of you, that is instead of you. We all need to love ourselves. And not even God's love can replace your love for yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself, our Lord commanded us. And so this whole idea of us loving ourselves, it's so important and sometimes, many times, The first love that a part of you will experience from anybody, from anywhere, is from your own self. Your own self is often the first loving contact that an exiled part will ever have. So a part learns about love and learns for the first time about love, and that includes the love of God, through the self loving the part. That's why we don't want to rush immediately into the spiritual realm until there are some secure attachments in the natural realm. And that reflects natural development in external systems as well. You know, we don't lecture little infants about the love of God. We want them to experience the love of their mother. We want them to experience the love of their father as they become more and more experientially familiar with that love, it becomes easier to see God as a loving father, to see Mary as a loving mother. So it's really important not to rush it. It's really important to have a good, solid, natural foundation for grace to work on. I often see therapists that are really driven by Catholic parts or spiritual parts that want to rush this process. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in in a little bit. But when we're beginning to work in the spiritual realm, we want to check with parts about who they might most want to connect with in the spiritual realm. And if it's okay to work with God, if your parts are okay with they trust you enough, your protector parts are on board, concerned parts have said, okay, you know, check with them about which of the three persons of the Trinity to relate with first. Now, Jesus is often the first choice because he's the God-man. He's true God and true man. He's the mediator between God and man. God the Father can sometimes be really threatening, especially if there have been toxic Father interactions that burden parts. The Holy Spirit can can sometimes seem ambiguous or nebulous, but sometimes you have people that have much deeper connections with God the Father and the Holy Spirit instead of Jesus, and so we start there. We want to get permission from the target part. This is the part that you want to work with uh, and that you're looking at connecting to God. We want to get that part's permission and agreement first. Then it's really important to check with any concerned protector parts. And a lot of times there's going to be concerned protector parts that are worried about what would happen if this part comes into contact with the living God. So we want to make sure that we're working in a collaborative and cooperative way with our entire system and that we're not just trying to steamroll apart. We're not uh, ignoring concerned parts, questions, their objections, their concerns. It's so important to be able to do this in a coordinated and cooperative way. Sometimes God is way too threatening to start with for a part. Remember, parts can be really young phenomenologically. Parts don't necessarily have access to the catechetical or conceptual knowledge of our faith. Parts don't necessarily see relationships through a mature lens. They can be carried away by their transferences. They can be heavily influenced by their previous experiences. Parts can be dominated by pre verbal assumptions they can be caught in the past in a way that doesn 't necessarily reflect their current circumstances in the present reality. You know, for example, due to particular types of trauma, it might be very difficult for some parts to connect with a man. It might be a lot safer for those parts to connect with Mother Mary instead of Jesus. There might be maternal associations that are sweet, that are good, that are comforting to those parts. Likewise, it might be easier for a part to connect with a saint, a saint in the communion of saints, or with a guardian angel. Right, especially if there's been interpersonal bodily trauma like rape or physical abuse or sexual abuse that burdens the parts. Sometimes the whole idea of connecting with anybody with a body is just too much. And we might start with an angel like your guardian angel or the angel Michael or Archangel Gabriel. So there's lots of ways that we can go about this in terms of the who, who are we connecting with? It's so beautiful that Catholicism has all of these different ways of connecting spiritually with different persons. The other thing to bear in mind is that there's lots of ways to titrate the relationship between God and a part. And so for this part, whenever I say God, you could also, you could also substitute the Blessed Virgin Mary or a saint or an angel. I'm just going to use God as a way to kind of cover all, all of those options. So this is just as applicable to mother Mary or to the, to the, to your guardian angel as it is to, um, to God. It's not necessary to start with direct contact between the part and God, even mediated through the self. One thing you can do for parts that are really anxious is to communicate through letters. You know, for example, the self can write a letter to God speaking for the part. And in that letter can put the questions that the part has, the concerns the part has. And there can be this way that all of those things can be written out and sent to God. Right? And then God could respond in a letter. Right? In other words, the self could read a letter that comes back from God to the part, right? So there can be this very titrated way of interacting with God. It's much less threatening for many parts than a direct conversation. Another way to do this is through a phone call, right? Maybe the part is willing to talk to God on the phone or to listen and for you as self to talk to God on the phone Speaking for the part and then relaying the responses from God back to the part. So, there's a way that we could do this through a phone. The next step up might be kind of like a Zoom call, right? Where there's the distance between us and God that's mediated by the screen. So, the self again represents the part, speaks for the part initially, you know, relates back to the part. Maybe the part is then willing to join the self. And look at the camera, look at God. God looks back and begins to experience the relationship with God in that kind of mediated way. And then there's a way to do this through a screen or a door. I demonstrate this in the English walled garden exercise that I will share with you in a separate audio file. There's ways you can communicate with God through the door of the walled garden. It's really important to discuss with your parts the limits and boundaries that they feel comfortable with in relating to God. It's also valuable to keep in mind these six F's when you're working with your parts in a collaborative and cooperative way. Remember, find the part, focus on the part, flesh out the part, and be monitoring how you feel towards the part because that helps you to know how in self you are, how recollected you are in the moment and then befriend the part, and this is a really important one, the sixth F. What are the part's fears? Understanding the part's fears, especially the fears, obviously, about God. It's helpful to take this really slow, and remember that the process is more important than, quote, getting somewhere, end quote. So that fourth F, the feel towards, is a really important one, especially when we're working in the spiritual realm. We really want to be in self. We want to make sure that our self-like manager parts are not driving our boss, even if they have good intentions and so forth. We want to really watch those eight C's, calm, curiosity, compassion, confidence, courage, clarity, connectedness, and creativity. And we want to be sure that we're not being driven by an agenda. This is how you can sometimes detect if a self-like manager part has subtly taken over your system because that part might have an agenda. Like, I I don't want to be so distracted in Eucharistic adoration, thinking about everything other than God, right? So, it it has a particular agenda to correct that because it doesn't want that for some reason instead of being curious about why a part might be distracted in Eucharistic adoration, right, or a self-like manager part with, with a Catholic agenda or an agenda to connect a part to God might want to stop some bad habit, such as overeating or masturbating or binge-watching videos or something like that. You know, So there's an agenda to stop a particular behavior, because that behavior might be sinful or it might be taking away from something that that part thinks is important, Instead of being curious about the part's experience of God, there's this agenda. Or the part may have an agenda to become more perfect spiritually because then the part believes that it would be loved by God in a new way or a better way or that God would notice the part or something like that. So we want to be thoughtful about the eight C's and thoughtful about agendas, really noticing if those things are present. Because if... It's really a part trying to connect another part to God. That's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. The best way is to really be in self when you're working with the parts. Now, it doesn't also have to be anything like perfect. We want to be careful that we don't get too perfectionistic about this. If there is, you know, at least some self-energy, it can be some real good that comes from this. So, I don't want us to get wrapped up in scrupulous parts that are assessing how in self we are and are we purely in self or what percentage. It's just that we have to have that considerable self-energy, right? That that we want it to be there that the part can sense. And so I'm going to invite you to listen in to this walled garden exercise. I explain the exercise and then I invite you into it and to really work with some of your parts around these themes about connecting with God really checking out like how that looks so I invite you to that and I look forward to connecting with those of you that are in the preparation for transcendence groups in our 8th session which is coming up and with that we'll close with invoking our patroness and our patron Our Lady, Our Mother on Tire of Knots pray for us St. John the Baptist, pray for us.